Hey, what's up folks? I watched a good portion of the GOP debate. I'll show you my favorite clips, the funniest clips, and my reaction. He put seven trillion on the debt. He should be in this room to answer those questions for the people you talk about who are suffering tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added 7.8 trillion to the debt. That set the stage for the inflation that we have now. I, get to I think you'll enjoy it. God bless you. Show starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Dream Rare Podcast. I watched most or a large portion of the GOP debate. I just wanted to bring up a few points that I thought were interesting and say what I think about the whole thing. Trump didn't show up. He's ahead in the polls so much that he doesn't uh, want to be there. He doesn't feel like he needs to, or it's strategically, uh, it's probably strategically a good idea for him. But let me just play a few clips real quick that I thought were interesting. And then I want to go through why I personally think that none of these people will be able to beat Trump in the primary, despite what I may want or other people may want. Maybe you'll find what I'm saying interesting. Maybe you won't, but here's a few clips sped up and just chopped up because they go crazy with the copyright stuff on this. Here's a Chris Christie. He was talking about inflation and uh, why he thinks Trump should have showed up to the debate. Let's watch. And let's be honest about this with the voters. You know, during the Trump administration, they added $7 trillion, $7 trillion in national debt. And now the Biden administration has put another $5 trillion on and count. So he's saying that, you know, Trump should show up to talk about the inflation that everyone's facing because he printed upwards of seven trillion dollars and Biden has printed five trillion dollars so far. Uh, we're going to listen to more of that clip. And the inflation that Nikki spoke about is absolutely right. And it's caused by government spending. And that's why people all across this country are suffering tonight. And yet we don't get any answers because Joe Biden hides in his basement and won't answer as to why he's raising the debt the way. So he says, you know, Joe Biden will answer for the inflation, even though he's and, and he says that government spending uh, creates it. And last clip real quick. And Donald Trump, he hides behind the walls of his golf clubs and won't show up here to answer questions like all the rest of us are up here to answer. He put seven trillion on the debt. He should be in this room to answer those questions for the people you talk about who are suffering. So to wrap it up, he says, you know, Trump added over $7 trillion to the national debt. Biden has added $5 trillion so far, and Biden won't talk about it, and, and Trump won't talk about it. Here's the thing. My unpopular opinion is that's absolutely true. I've been saying it since 2020. I don't think that inflation is just Joe Biden or the Democrats. I think it's the uniparty, Trump included. When you print money and you hand out universal basic income COVID checks and you hand money across uh, the corporate spectrum, inflation will come. I agree 100% what he said. Government spending creates inflation. Uh, he's right. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter that he's right because people just see him as fat. You know, he's been he's not been branded as fat. He's literally fat. But in general, it's like Trump just says, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. And everyone says, ha ha, he, 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 he's a fatty and nobody cares anymore. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to realize that that's what our party is. It's like nobody really cares about abortion. They just pretend to. People don't care about government spending or the deficit. They just pretend to. They don't care about results or the swamp. It's all like who has the most swag? Who's the best character that can convince people that they're more entertaining? And even though what he said is true, you know, Chris Christie's brand is in the toilet because for multiple reasons. I mean, some of it his own doing, some of it just uh, he can't beat 
the labeling that Trump's put on him. And uh, nothing he says really matters, nor do results anymore. So I want to play a clip of DeSantis saying the same thing, but this is going viral and it has a bunch of conservatives making fun of DeSantis, even though what he's saying is completely true. He's 100% right. Republicans, including Trump, did help cause inflation. That's a fact. I, I, I uh, debated it with Sticks, Hex, and Hammer, satanic symbol guy, you know, years ago, and everyone freaked out at me because I said that when either party prints trillions of dollars like Trump did than Biden did, it's going to lead to inflation, especially what they did during COVID in 2020 and 2021. And people think just because they like a certain character, they vote for a certain party, that basic economics doesn't apply because that's their hero. Like if, you know, he prints the money, it's totally different. And it's like, that's not how economics works. But I guess we could pretend like it does if that makes people happy or whatever. But here's, uh, here's DeSantis saying that. And I want to explain that this is going viral now. Not because people agree with DeSantis, but because they're laughing at him because his, uh, you know, he doesn't have as much swag as Trump when he says it. So people just think it's funny that he tells the truth in an awkward manner, I guess. I don't... Joe Biden, he's completely missing in action from leadership. And you know who else is missing in action? Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. I want to play the second part of that clip real quick. Stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added 7.8 trillion to the debt that set the stage for the inflation that we I've been saying this before Chris Christie said it I've been saying this before DeSantis said it I don't care if a rabbit pops up out of a carrot farm and says it and I'm like what is this a you know I don't care who says it it's literally how economics works you can't just print 7 trillion dollars run the deficit up you know, say it's for COVID and give everyone $1,600 during a lockdown and expect inflation not to hit. The inflation that's hitting, the the unpopular truth that nobody wants to tell you, it's not just Joe Biden, it's not just Nancy Pelosi, it's not just Mitch McConnell, and it's not just Donald Trump. It's all of them. They all did it. Trump is 100% complicit. And I do agree that it's insane that in 2016, I understand why he does it. He doesn't have to show up to the debates. People don't demand that of him because the GOP is basically captured by him at this point. But in general, he ran in 2016 saying, I'm going to lock Hillary up, right? I'm going to lock her up. We're going to do a special investigation. He didn't do that. He gave her a standing ovation. And then he said on a stage that he was just saying that for the primaries, like, let's not do that. But now he doesn't have to answer for his record because he's so popular in the GOP that no one even cares that he lied or misled or promised things that he didn't get done the first time. So it's like this weird dynamic that's going on. It's like, I get that DeSantis isn't as cool as Donald Trump, but people are sharing that clip, which is 100% true. I've been saying it for years before DeSantis even said it, that this inflation that we're facing is not Biden inflation. It's uniparty inflation. It's Trump inflation and Biden inflation. It's McConnell and Pelosi inflation. And a large part of it, if not most of it, is because of what they did under the guise of COVID. And you just can't print money because it's an emergency. That's not how economics works. But the funny part is the Republican Party, the not everybody, but a lot of people that I follow, definitely the influencer class, I think there's becoming a divide. They, they don't care. Like the truth means nothing to them. It's just like a big show. And in some ways, I'm going to admit, I understand it because Chris Christie had one little good rant and he ruined it with the stupidest joke I've ever heard. He's like, we're going to start calling you Donald Duck. Like, it's stupid. I get why people laugh at these people. because just <laughs> Listen to his joke. It's so dumb. This is actually like a good rant for 30 seconds. I was like, no, nah, that's a good point. And then you ruin it with this cheesy joke.
You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. <laughs> he thinks it's so – yeah, I get it. He ducks debates. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but like it, to me, it's like he thought that was way too cool. He's like, we're not going to call you Donald Trump. We're going to call you Donald Duck. And, and he's like, dang, that he, he really was feeling himself. He's like, yo, that really hit hard. And I'm like, no, now that's going to be the meme. Everyone's just going to make fun of you and no one's even going to listen to what you said. And I'm like, so I'm not like I understand in general, like if you're a musician and you put out a great album, that's part of it. But are you a good stage performer? It matters. You know, in the UFC, you could be a great fighter, but do people are they invested in your character? You know what I'm saying? Why it, why was Conor McGregor the the most popular UFC fighter ever, but perhaps somebody with a better record than him uh, didn't never got to that level of fame? Character does matter, and I'm not talking about actual character matters, ethic, and who you are. That matters more than anything. But like the character that you are, like you know, he's created a, a an image for himself that people want to pay money to see, and that's. It's not it, it maybe it shouldn't be the way things work, but it is the way things work. And if you run for politics or you're a musician or you're a public figure or whatever, it's part of the equation that you have to think. So I do understand in many ways why people don't like Chris Christie. I get it. I understand why people make fun of DeSantis. But at the end of the day, like for me, yeah, I understand that, you know, being funny matters, being cool matters. But if someone prints seven trillion dollars but they're cool and then people that aren't cool point out that they printed the money like to me haha tee hee hee but like what actually matters is the fact that you know everything is uh, unaffordable now and they're just destroying the middle class i have a theory in this country and i hope it's not true but i i think it is based on my analysis in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, if you were a middle-class American, you lived pretty damn good. You can afford a house. You didn't have to be in a lot of debt. You know, you could pay for your kids. You could live in a neighborhood that was safe. You might not have had the biggest house or the nicest car, but you could be safe in America, middle-class. I don't believe that you can be safe in, in, in America, middle-class anymore, and I believe it's going to get worse and worse and worse. You saw what happened in Philadelphia. You see what's going on during the George Floyd riots. Those are going to keep happening over and over and over in these neighborhoods all the time whenever the media manipulates them through a police, police story. Um, and I don't believe you're going to have the safety that you used to have uh, as a middle-class American 30 years ago. So what I think is going to have, ha have to happen is in order to be safe in America, you need two things. You either need to be rich and be able to afford a place that has private security or afford a place that's in an ivory tower somewhere, or you need to live off the grid and live somewhere so far in the country that nobody wants to go and commit crimes there. I truly believe that those are the only ways you can be safe over the next 20 years in America, and it's going to get worse for quickly. Like the... the the uh, demographic shift, the illegal immigration that they're letting through the border by the millions, like it's not going to register until it does to people. And like it's going to happen so fast just based on people aging and, and, and things shifting that people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't care. It's like, yeah, but it's going to happen. I know I'm getting on a rant that's kind of off topic, but I think it's important. Like what's happening in Philadelphia, I don't think they have a way to stop it. I don't think they have a way to fix San Francisco. I think it's just going to keep 
escalating and getting worse and the crime's going to get out to the suburbs. And this country is going to turn into a third world country where if you're not rich and you're not off the grid, you're not going to have the safety you have as a middle class American. And it sucks because I think a country is great by multiple standards, but the average person, you know, can you protect them with something? Can you give the average person, the average family, the middle class, the hardest workers in this country, can you provide them with a life or are you going to, is everything going to be ghetto? Like you can't, you can't afford safety and security in a good neighborhood unless you make like, you know, far above six figures, like even above 150, 200K. I think that's where it's going. So either you got to get rich or you got to get off the grid and find a way to have a farm or a self-sustainable neighborhood that is like sliding under the radar that people don't know about that, you know, you could find security and safety and good good people to surround yourself with without that type of money. And I'm not saying I want this to happen. I just truly believe it's happening. And I think it's just going to keep getting worse. And I don't think either political party has an answer to it. That's just my opinion. That's my hot take for the day. Back to the debate. I get why people don't like Chris Christie. I get why people don't like Ron DeSantis. But I do personally think that it's fascinating to me that people have given Trump such a lead in this primary that he knows he doesn't even have to show up to the debate. And it sucks because even if Trump wins this primary, I was hoping it was somewhat close. So Trump actually had to be challenged because if you look at Trump the first three years, first of all, when he ran in 2016 and 2015, you have to understand he was talking from an outside position. This is what I'd do. I'd lock Hillary Clinton up. I'd build the whole wall. I'd do this. I'd do that. I'd do this. And it's easy to say it when you're not in power. And then once you get power, it becomes harder. A lot of promises he followed through on, a lot of promises he didn't follow through on, including some of the biggest ones and draining the swamp. That didn't happen. Hillary getting a special prosecution. That didn't happen. All his economic success was wiped away when he printed all the money for COVID. And this inflation that's coming is not just Biden's fault. It's also Trump's fault. That's a fact. I don't care if the whole world's against me. The truth is the truth. And I don't give a shit who debates me or who lies or who gaslights you. I don't care. Uh, it's the truth. So it's like now that that all happened and Trump ran around the country the last couple of years just selling the vaccine, saying it saved 100 million lives, saying he wouldn't have changed his COVID you know, uh, um, uh, leadership. Okay, I'm not saying he can't win the nominee. I, I, I read a, a thread from Jeremy Boring from Daily Wire. He was saying, I think Trump should be disqualified for all this. I'm not saying he's, he's disqualified, but I, I do think he should be challenged. Although I did think the thread was pretty good and filled with a lot of good stuff. Anyway, long story short, I just wanted Trump to be challenged because it's like you listen to him in a Candace Owens interview. Trump sounds like an idiot. You listen to Trump in a, in a Megyn Kelly interview. He sounds like an idiot. I'm not saying you have to like Chris Christie or Vivek or Nikki Haley or, you know, Tim Scott. I'm not asking you to like these people. But personally, I think Trump would have got smoked on that stage because he's not coming from a position that he was coming from in 2015. He came from a position of I could talk all the shit I want because I've never done anything in politics. So I could shit on all of you people and, and expose all of your stuff. And you really can't say much about me because I'm an outsider. Now that's fine. He has a record. He has a record that they're all criticizing, and a lot of it is valid. He didn't finish the wall. He didn't arrest or, or even try to go after Hillary Clinton. He didn't drain the swamp. He didn't fight Big Pharma. He sold out to them. He uh, 
he didn't lower the deficit or even try. He printed more money than Obama. Like he has a record that sucks, that part of it's good, part of it's bad, that he should need to defend and talk about because now he's a politician just like them and he's running away from it. I don't believe he would have looked good on that debate stage. Listen to Trump in an interview with Candace Owens where she's barely pushing back. He sounds like an idiot. He says his vaccines is one of the greatest hum achievements of mankind. He's a clown. Listen to him in Megyn Kelly. He gets challenged and he says his Democrat friend told him his vaccine saved 100 million lives. He sounds like a goofball. So he gets to hide from the debates because he's up so much in the in the uh, primary. And that seemed to be the theme for people like Christie and, and DeSantis, where they were like, he did all this stuff and he won't even show up to the debate to debate this stuff. And I think it's true. Uh, it sucks that he's winning by so much because at least if it was closer, he would have to defend the things he did. But because it's not close, he never has. He can just gaslight you into thinking it never happened. And it's not healthy for our party because I'm looking at influencer America. And here's the thing. I want to say this. I'm concerned with the level of inflation. I'm concerned with the destruction of the middle class. And I do think that Democrats hold the brunt of that problem. Like, I think if you were to say, who's more responsible for these problems? I would blame Democrats more than Republicans, although Republicans aren't responsible for 0% of it. That's just the truth. I think Democrats suck at governing. I don't think you should vote for them. I don't think you should support them on a local level. I think it's a detriment to your safety to even think about voting for them in a city. Uh, I believe that. At the same time, I'm concerned not with just jokes. Yes, I like humor. Har, har, hearty, har, 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 har. I like, I like comedy, but I'm concerned with the level of inflation in the middle class. And when I look at influencer Twitter, which is a lot of conservatives that I follow that I like, some of them I do, some of them I find annoying, that's fine. Uh, they don't seem to give a crap. And I understand, listen, I've done pretty well for myself, but I'm even like, wow, where is this going? This is getting pretty dark in America where it's hard to be, it's harder and harder to be safe. But a lot of these people, it's like they're so detached from reality that they don't even give a crap about inflation. They're like, haha, look how dumb Ron DeSantis looks. And it's like, okay, yeah, he's, I guess, not as cool as Trump, but what he said is true. It's true that Trump printed however many dollars or ran up the deficit by however many trillion dollars. It's true. And that did lead to inflation. That's a fact. So what matters more? making fun of how fat somebody is or making fun of what a kid somebody looks like or the fact that the last president who didn't show up to the debate printed more money than Barack Obama and caused inflation. Like which one is a bigger deal? And to a lot of these influencers, it's just funnier to make fun of DeSantis and Chris Christie than it is to confront Trump on the inflation. It's like make fun of them, but also if you're only making fun of them, but you won't confront the guy who was there before who helped bring in the inflation, Basically, what I see in the Republican movement is you have a bunch of con artists basically just milking America dry and middle America dry and conservative America dry while the middle class gets completely shattered and they couldn't give two shits about it. If it's the Democrats, they could talk about it. But when their own party leads to the financial and the uh you know, economic destruction that we're facing now, they don't want to talk about it. They'd rather just make little stupid jokes. It's like, yeah, that's true, but that's so dumb and Trump's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool to print money. It's so cool to say your vaccine saved 100 million lives. It's so cool to hire the swamp. It's so cool to have Chris Christie on a stage. It's so cool to duck the debate. It's not cool. This has become like a religion that values a comedian and swag more than it, than it values actual policy. So this is my unpopular analysis. From an entertainment standpoint, 
I agree that, you know, there's a lot left to be desired with Chris Christie, DeSantis, and Tim Scott and all of them. Tim Scott feels like he's, uh, you know, role-playing for, like, the next Martin Luther King movie. Every time he talks, it's like, change's going to come, American dream. And it's like, all right, buddy, we get it. Yeah, America's a great country, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not a huge Tim, Tim Scott fan. I just think it's funny. He's always, like, you know, acting like he's he's trying to play, play a movie or something. But <laughs> it's like I get that these characters are not that – as interesting as Donald Trump, and it is part of their job, unfortunately or fortunately, they do need to provide some level of entertainment and character, you know, love that people want to vote for you and support you. But at the end of the day, you know, I do personally think that if Americans aren't smart enough to figure out where the inflation is coming from, I don't know that this country is smart enough to not suffer. And I hate to say that, but it's like, I, I, you know, I know I always sound like a dick when I'm saying this because I don't want this to happen. But in general, I believe that our founding fathers earned freedom and liberty. I believe that they set out and did something heroic and brave. I think at a certain point in America, a majority of people understood there was a basic commonality where these are the things that at least a majority of us understand. And even in the 50s, 60s, 70s, there were some bad things, but a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, I wish we can go back to that where the Democrats were were at least like reasonable enough to give us this. And it's like, absolutely. Yes, we need a majority of the public, not just Republicans, but a majority of Democrats and Republicans to get basic common sense in order to achieve that as a country. But the way I see it, the Democratic Party doesn't even care about inflation or they gaslight you or they don't even notice that they're printing too much money. And if you take, say there's half the population, maybe it's less, we'll just say 40% or 30%. If 40 to 30% of the population is Democrats and they don't even care about inflation, how's it going to get better? It's not. And then you go to the Republican side and you have all these people saying they care about inflation, but 90% of them, especially in the Republican influencer world, they won't call out the fact that as of today, Donald Trump printed more money than Biden has. And Biden probably will surpass him by the time his, his career is over in, in Washington or in the White House. But as of now, Trump printed even more money and ran up the deficit more than Biden did. And it's basic economics. What Trump did during COVID and what Trump did with during the omnibus bills, but especially the COVID stuff, the money printing led to this inflation. If Republicans don't want to admit that, now you have 80% of the population doesn't give a crap about inflation. So we're not smart enough to not suffer. This country's going to suffer. There's certain uh, topics of demographics that a majority of the country, most of the left wing and more than half of the right wing would tell you, oh, you're a bigot if you talk about demographics. That's racist or whatever. And it's like, I'm not hating on any race or religion or anything. It's just basic mathematics. So if nobody wants to talk about it, you're going to talk about it when you live in a world that's not the one you grew up in and it's not what you thought it was going to be. So this conversation is going to be had in five to 15 years, whether people like it or not, just like it's being had in Paris, France, just like it's being had all over the world. You have a lot of governments in Europe that were super left wing and now the conservative party is starting to win more. I wonder why. Maybe it's because the left wingers mouth wasn't matching reality. And when people started suffering, whether it be with crime or with economics, they start figuring it out and going to the other side. But long story short, uh, 
I think that freedom, liberty, good economy, it might be inherited. We inherited it, but we have to earn it to keep it because if you look at human history, these things are not guaranteed. A good economy is not guaranteed. We're lucky. Uh, uh, freedom and liberty isn't guaranteed. We're lucky. I didn't ask to be born here. I just woke up out of my mom's womb and I'm like, what's up? I'm American. I didn't, I didn't earn this. So what do I have to do to keep it? I need to earn it. I need to put in that work. I need to realize that I could have been born in another country where I work 20 times as hard for 10 times less pay. So I try to max out of my blessings. But at the same time, I don't believe at this moment in time that we're putting in the work to earn a country like that. So if if it's 1968 and 90% of the country understands basic economics, then you get a country that has it because if it didn't have it, people would notice it and vote the other way or at least call it out. But now you have the entire Democratic Party doesn't care about inflation. And most of the Republican Party just pretends like they do. But if their guy does it, it doesn't matter. So what's the point of a party if you don't have any policy that you actually believe if there's one guy who could do it and get you to make an excuse for something you don't believe that your excuse doesn't matter because economics is economics regardless of who prints the money and runs up the deficit. He's right. Chris Christie, DeSantis are right. Thomas Massey's right. Uh, Ron Paul is right. Whatever his financial advisor guy's name is right. That's where inflation comes from. You can't just print the money and hand it out and expect there not to be a, a backlash from it. So, you know, that's my little rant is like, I understand why people like Trump. I understand why people don't like DeSantis and, uh, you know, Chris Christie. They're not as entertaining. They're not as interesting. Their brand is in the toilet because Trump is the king and he's, you know, basically just mop the floor with them. But I, I just don't think the Republican Party deserves anything. Like, I don't you, I don't know. It's like you just want it really bad, but you ignore it and you allow this guy to skip a debate. I said two months ago, I'm like, listen, when I was still on the fence about who I was going to vote for, I was like, listen, there's a high chance I still vote for Trump. But if he skips these debates, there's no way I'm voting for the guy. I said this months ago. I'm like, I'm considering voting for him. He's like, it's like 50-50 right now. There's like a 0% chance if this guy skips the debates, I'm not voting for him. You listen to him in a Candace interview, Candace Owens interview, he looks like an idiot. He gets mad. You listen to him in the Megyn Kelly interview, he's gaslighting, he's lying, he never gets held accountable, he makes excuses, he lies. I, it's it's cringeworthy. And then you have people like Carrie Lake running around just making up stuff for him that doesn't even make sense. And then it's like he skips both debates. I don't trust a person who takes no accountability, who failed and who who still believes in his failures as if they're so great. It's like he's a guy who doesn't care about economics because it doesn't affect him that much. I know he cares about the court system. The court system sucks. They're saying his like $300 million property is like, uh, you know, $18 million or whatever. So I see that the court systems are persecuting him and I disagree with it. But in general, like, you know, I'm just reading a comment now, yada, 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 long story short, God bless Trump 2024, bro, you deserve a failed country. And I'm not trying to be rude, but like, I'm trying to explain how economics works. I don't care. I'm a baby. La, 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 chomp, 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 chomp. You're, it's like a religious psychopath where like, you can only say his name. Like you can't even think properly. You can't even do basic math. You don't care about economics. You pretend to care about abortion when the left does it, when Trump does it, it's fine. Like nothing matters to you. It's like a cult religion where you just repeat the same phrase in your head because you can't actually think and come up with something intelligent to say. You can't intelligently disagree with anything I said, so you just yell his name like you're a four-year-old baby spitting out, you know, mashed Gerber peas, uh, you know, onto their, like, baby 
uh, like blanky in front of them. It's like, it's, it's sad. Yeah, sure. Go vote. I don't care. I'm just saying if you want a real economy, you have to understand that this inflation is not 100% caused by Joe Biden. That's a fact. Donald Trump helped cause this inflation. That's a fact. If Donald Trump got elected, inflation would still be here. That's a fact. I know you don't want to believe that because you just want to close your eyes and ears and go, la, 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 Trump, 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 la, 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 Trump, 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 It's like, cool, dude. Wow. So adult. So awesome, bro. Yeah. That's the Republican Party now. And I understand. I'm not even trying to fight it. Listen, I understand that you're not going to be able to be safe in America being middle class, and it doesn't matter who wins. You either got to move to a remote area, or you got to make a lot of money. It sucks. I don't want to live in a third world country, but that's the way it's going to be. So I've acknowledged that. When it comes to the Republican Party, I understand that logic, reason, actual results, economics, abortion, like nothing matters. It's basically like who has the most swag. You know, I get... I'm an entertainer. I understand being cool matters, right? If you're a musician and you're not cool, you're not going to be as popular as the cool musician. That's just how it works. Unless your music's so damn good that people like you, then that's cool in general. I understand. I understand that personality matters, confidence matters, comedy matters. I'm not a boring person. My show is not not funny. It's funny because I'm a funny guy and I understand that comedy matters. Like Trump is funnier than Chris Christie. Fact. Trump is funnier than Ron DeSantis. Fact. But this isn't a comedy show. This is the United States of America. So if he's funnier, but he keeps printing money and inflation goes and you don't care about inflation, I've come to the conclusion that Republican voters don't actually care about anything. They just want somebody funny, likable, and that has a lot of swag. So it's like, it, you know, the, the only person who's ever going to be able to bring ethics back into the Republican Party is like, uh, you know, somebody that's really cool because people don't actually care about, you know, actual policy and stuff. And I understand that, you know, people don't believe that Ron DeSantis or Chris Christie would do any different. And there's a there's a decent point to that. It's like, could Chris Christie have stopped the money printing? Maybe it's easier to say it from the outside than to do it. I think that DeSantis's record proves that he's done a better job. If you look at his state and how much he's done deficit and, uh, you know, surplus, I think he's proven more than a lot of people. But yeah, I understand when people say, you know, I think they just talk about it, but they wouldn't do it. The thing that I'm concerned with is that people don't even care. That's the crazy part. Like whether it's Trump, DeSantis, you know, I don't know, like what's the other guy's name? Chris Christie. What I'm trying to say is like, people don't care. So why would they care? You know, if Trump could print seven to $8 trillion cause inflation and nobody gives a crap, why wouldn't they do it? Like, that's my talking point. I don't think like all these people run around. I hate inflation. I hate Biden. I deserve better. You don't, you actually don't deserve better. You don't deserve the country you want. You don't deserve a good economy. You don't deserve liberty. You don't deserve anything. You just think you deserve it because you put on a hat and cheer for a guy that caused the problems in the first place. And then everyone goes, well, I'm going to vote for the guy who caused the problems because I'm tired of these problems. He helped cause the problems though. And you don't want to admit that. Sometimes I talk about stuff and people are like, 
why are you saying his name? And I'm like, he was the president from 2016 to 2020. So if I'm talking about the federal government from 2008 to 2016, I have to talk about Barack Obama. It's not because I quote unquote hate Barack Obama or have Barack Obama derangement syndrome. He was the president. He was the leader of the Democratic Party and the country for eight years. So if you're criticizing the federal government in those eight years and he's the quarterback of the federal government, that's the only way to talk about it. When it comes to 2016 to 2020, I mentioned two things on Twitter and people are like, why are you mentioning him? I'm like, because he was the one who had the power to do something about it. Two things that Trump did when he was in office, he didn't overturn the Smith-Munt Act. People don't realize, but Obama made a, a domestic propaganda legal again so the government can legally propagandize you. If people feel like the media has been weird for the last like 10, 12 years, it's probably because it is weird because they made domestic propaganda legal with the Smith-Munt Act. Trump got into office as the president. I don't hate on him. It's just the truth. And he didn't overturn it because he doesn't care because he's in on it. Trump signed the Patriot Act 2.0. Why? Because he's just like other politicians. He doesn't care. You think he cares. He printed $7 trillion, $8 trillion, whatever, ran the deficit up, and now inflation came. If you're not smart enough or honest enough or have character enough as a man to say that that's part of the reason that inflation's here, you don't deserve the country you want just because you put on a MAGA hat and drink beer and go out with your buddies and yell MAGA, 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 Trump, Trump, Trump pooping your pants like a damn baby. I'm just saying, like, that's how economics work. I want your dollar to matter more. I want you to have more purchasing power. I don't want everything to be so expensive, but it's expensive because Donald Trump imploded the economy due to COVID-19 and Joe Biden kept the money train flowing. It's a bipartisan operation. So this idea in your head that I'm going to fix the problems that Trump caused by voting for the guy who was there in the first place, it's not how it works. It's just not. And honestly, at this point, I don't care anymore. I understand, you know, everybody cries. Everybody doesn't want to hear certain things. I don't care, okay? I really don't care. Someone said it has to collapse. It was built this way. There's a lot of issues going on at once, but they're accelerating it now. But the, the point that I want to get through to people's heads is like, we're not a victim if at least 50% of the population can't figure this stuff out. If Democrats can't figure this out and 80% of the Republican Party wants to just play make-believe with Donald Trump, you, you can think that you deserve all these things, but you actually don't. You know what I'm saying? You, if you can't figure out why inflation's here, you don't deserve for it to stop. And it's not going to stop because they don't ever stop it. All they do is just pretend. They put in a character that you think will stop it, and then they don't. And then they figure out a way for you to defend that character. It's like Barack Obama came in for eight years and didn't do anything, but I'm sure it was because of racism. And Donald Trump came in for four years and hired the deep state and didn't overturn the Smith-Munt Act of propaganda. And he signed the Patriot Act 2.0, and he signed the CARES Act, and he's Mr. Vaccine Man now. He he yells and brags about the vaccine more than Bill Gates does. Oh, but that's not a red flag, right? Patriots. Oh no, it's totally different this time. It's like, if you're too stupid to figure this stuff out, you deserve this economy. This country is going to be a mess soon. I don't even go to cities anymore. I don't care if you paid me 10 grand to show up. I'm not going to Philadelphia. I'm not going to New York City. I'm not going to Los Angeles. I'm not going to San Francisco. They're all ticking time bombs. They all have too much crime. They all have bad leadership. They all have bad governments. They all have bad DAs and prosecutors. It's going to be hell. The next time the media can manipulate a George Floyd story, these cities are going to burn. 
uh, companies are already moving out. The crime is moving to the suburbs. You know, people are getting robbed at jewelry stores and, and, and Louis Vuitton stores all over the, uh, even in nice areas. It's like this country is a shell of what it once was. If you want to put on a MAGA hat and yell at Democrats or something, go, knock yourself out. I don't care. I'm not concerned with people's opinions that don't make sense. Like, fine, sure. Okay. Yeah, right. You'll figure it out eventually. I don't care. It's like a lot of stuff. You know how many messages I got where it was like, Two years later, people were like, yo, I hated what you were saying during COVID, but now I realized you were right. I hated what you were saying during the lockdowns, but now I realized you were right. I hated what you were telling me then, but now I figured out it's true. Cool. You know, if people need time, that's fine. Um, you know, I'm optimistic about a lot of stuff, but I'm also realistic. If I go to the Dominican, and this is another, uh, uh, I want to say, concept I want to explain. You know, if I go to the Dominican Republic, optimism is not walking around in a shitty neighborhood at night being like, oh, I'm optimistic. No, that's called being an idiot, right? And that's what people that are into the Q stuff, they're always like, oh, you're you're black-pilled. You're not optimistic. Optimistic is not me putting on a dress, closing my eyes and being like, look, I'm the princess of Japan. That doesn't make me optimistic. It makes me a psychopath. So when you guys fantasy role play because you can't do it, deal with reality, let's just get it straight. That's not optimism. That's psychosis. That's mental illness. Okay. There's a difference between actually uh, facing reality and being optimistic about it and completely gaslighting yourself because you're too scared to deal with what it is. I'm not saying Dominican's not based. I have no idea. I'm just saying there's a lot of neighborhoods that aren't safe. And if you go to a country, let's just say like uh, you go to Mexico, it's like it's smart to know where you're going and have a basic idea of where you're traveling to and not just like walk around like this in a, you know, in a territory in the Middle East with ISIS next door. Like those campers, they're like, I'm optimistic. And then they end up dead. It's like, well, you should have paid attention to where you're going. Long story short, optimism is not that. That's not optimism. It's not closing your eyes and acting like everything's amazing when it's not. So with that being said, optimism is being strategic about where you're going, what you're doing, and then being like, I'm going to make the most of the world as it is. It's not being like, I'm going to go to Philadelphia at 1 a.m. in the shittiest neighborhood and put a smile on my face and put a boom box on my head and be like, hey, look, I have an iPhone in my hand. That's called you're going to get robbed. That's not optimism. That's stupidity. So there's a difference between that. I'm optimistic about the future, but America is a third world country now. There, I, I would feel safer in a lot of foreign countries at night than most American cities. That's fine. I just ignore them and, and completely uh, avoid them. Uh, I think that the suburbs are getting more and more unsafe. I think that the middle class is getting absolutely obliterated. And if you don't make a lot of money or you can't get off the grid, you're not going to be safe in five years if you're even safe now in this country. I believe it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, you know, and I don't think that a man who doesn't show up to a debate when he printed $7 trillion, that's not going to fix the economy. Like they give people characters to give you false hope. So you just kick the can down the road. So you never figure out what's going on. And by the time you do, it's too late. That's Donald Trump at this point. It's like he helped cause inflation. You don't want to talk about it. So who cares? What's the point? Because you don't want to face it. You just want to keep looking that way. Every time you're looking at him and you're not looking at what he did, more and more time's going to go by. Things are going to get worse and worse, and you're eventually going to snap out of it. And I, at this point, I'm not even fighting with other people. Some people say like, oh, I don't, I don't like your Twitter. Okay, unfollow me. I don't care. Or, I don't like what you're saying. Please go ahead. Click the unfollow button. I'm not begging. If I wanted attention and I wanted your money, 
I would just join one of these goofball right-wing organizations and sell merchandise. And you know what I'm saying? Just be like, Trump, Trump, Trump. If that's what I wanted, I don't. Someone said, you guys are in just another cult. Guitarologist, since you come here and apparently throw a fit all the time, make a point. Okay, I'm going to give you the floor. You don't even have to super chat. I'll read your thing. What point do you want to make? Because I'm giving you the floor. You seem very passionate about coming here and disagreeing. And I want to welcome you because I want to say for myself while I'm waiting, uh, I don't spend time listening to people that I don't like or don't agree with because there's so much information and knowledge out there that you could be doing something better with your time. Like I can educate myself, listen to old interviews. I'm constantly evolving mentally. So it's like, why would you even be here? Someone said, shut up. You're telling me to shut up as if I asked you to be here. You know what I'm saying? You clicked on my video and you're screaming, shut up at me. I feel like it's like a mommy daddy situation where mommy tells you everything you want to hear. And then daddy tells you what you need to hear, but you want mommy to lie to you. And it's like, you guys hate coming here, but you keep listening to me because you know what I'm saying is true. And you're seeking the truth and you're desperate for the truth and nobody gives you the truth. So even though you hate to hear it, you know, it's true. That's why you stay and sit here for an hour. I don't even stay for five seconds in, in a, a stream that I don't want to listen to. Uh, someone said, all I'm asking is for anomaly to make a choice. You are negative on every candidate, but you lack the balls to make a choice and stand behind it. It's not true. I want to say this, though. If Let me give you an example. If Donald Trump passes a law that infringes on the First and Second Amendment and Ron DeSantis passes a law that infringes on the First and Second Amendment, I'm not saying this happened, but in many ways it did with Trump. But in general, it's not my American duty to be a little boy and be like, I have to pick one like a little boy. I'm like, hey, I believe in the First Amendment. I'm going to stand firm on this. I might vote for one of these candidates, but my job is not to put on a dress and be a little cheerleader for them like you are for these people. My job is to stand up for my principles, my First Amendment, my Second Amendment, and my liberty. And if both parties are taking it away, my job is not to gaslight everybody and pretend like it's not happening. So for this next election, I believe logically and analytically that DeSantis is a better candidate. I think he hires better. I think he knows how to wield power. I think people don't like him as much, which is a good thing. So they'll counter all the bullshit he does. I think that he sold out in the same way that Trump is sold out. But at the same time, he's hired actual outsiders for big pharma. And Trump still pathologically lies about it and hired lobbyists. So if I took 10 different topics, I think that DeSantis is better on eight out of 10. With that being said, I don't trust Ron DeSantis. I've already seen him do sneaky stuff, just like I've seen Trump do. And my job as a journalist is not to just sit and act like it's all amazing and be a cheerleader. And so many people say to me, first of all, I have put my life on the line. I have put my career on the line. I have put my identity out there and I've gotten uh, good and bad things from it. So people will say to me in the comment section, oh, you're just becoming a sideline person. No, you don't understand. I'm not a politician. I'm not trying to be a politician, but if you want me to go away, I'll go away and I'll never do a video again. What I'm trying to do is news analysis and journalism, but apparently you guys don't like journalism. So what's the point of me doing it? I'm not trying to be a politician. I'm not running for president and I don't want to, but somebody has to be honest. Somebody has to hold them accountable and say what they're doing. But if that bothers you and you just want to worship a character in politics, you're an idiot and you deserve nothing.
Get over it. Why you want things? Because you pick one of the puppets. It's like both parties take millions of dollars from corporations and mega donors, and you can't, you're too stupid to figure it out. And you just want to suck up to one and you think you deserve everything because you suck up to one of the puppets and, and you're mad that I'm pointing it out. Well, then you deserve nothing. You deserve a lockdown. You deserve losing all your freedom and you deserve an imploded economy that Trump and Biden imploded. You don't deserve better. That's my opinion. So it's like people act like I'm not doing my job. I think the media is corrupt. I think that the media controls the minds of the masses. I think that the corporate media has been lying to people for decades. And I think that Fox News and CNN both push an agenda to keep you in a box that's never going to accomplish anything. I walk the walk. I got a billion views. I got millions of followers with no label, no management, no backing, no money. You get what I'm saying? I've walked the walk. I've done exactly what I wanted to do and more. I've pulled my weight in this country times a thousand. So people come here and act like, oh, I got to run for president in order to do something. Do you not want media to exist? Do you want every media company to shut down? I mean, that would be actually kind of awesome. But in general, it's like, do you not want a single person to actually like analyze things? Like no one's allowed to do that. They have to run for office or not. I'm doing what I set out to do. So I'm tired of people like, oh, you want me to run for office? I'll take money from Sheldon Adelson like Donald Trump. I'll take corporate money and, and, and Ken Griffin money like Ron DeSantis if you want me to. Is that what you want me to do? You want me to take hundreds of millions of dollars from mega donors like Trump and DeSantis and sit there and gaslight you and pass laws that infringe on your First Amendment or Second Amendment like Donald Trump and turn into a big pharma shill? Is that what you want me to do? You want that, right? You would like that better, wouldn't you? You'd like, as long as I just convinced you that I wasn't doing it like Trump did, you'd love that. But God forbid I tell the truth about how politics works. You throw fit and cry and say, oh, why are you doing this? You're not walking the walk. Oh, I'm walking the walk and then some. It's bullshit, man. People are so lost in this country. They want fake idols to just tell them things that they want to hear it's like they don't like bad politicians they like good ones who are good liars like you know a bad liar they hate but a good liar they're obsessed with and god forbid someone sticks through i'm just telling you the truth economics is economics it doesn't matter if a guy named donald trump or a guy named ron DeSantis or a guy named chris christie or a guy named freaking joe biden prints money if you don't understand how economics works you can't just print seven to eight trillion dollars have the Federal Reserve print money out of thin air, hand everybody a $1,600 COVID Trump check and not face the consequences. You think because you are so obsessed with Donald Trump that when he ruins the economy, that it doesn't count because you just hate Joe Biden. You're like a child. This country's filled with a bunch of children addicted to McDonald's and pharmaceutical pills that just want everything all the time. It's like, I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. And then I'm the one saying it. I got a debate with a Satanist, you know, satanic 666 mark of the devil scrawny loser named Six Hexenhammer. And he's like, oh, oh, when Trump prints the money, it doesn't count because I suck Trump's cock. It's like, no, okay. So money printing doesn't matter. Economics goes out the window because you like Donald Trump. But when Joe Biden prints the money, now all of a sudden it's only the inflation. It's freaking stupid. And people believe pathological liars and gaslighters like that. It's like, what are you talking about? If his name wasn't Donald Trump and it was freaking Mitt Romney, and I said the same thing I'm saying now, and I said Mitt Romney printed $1,600 socialist COVID checks, whether he meant to or not, or whether his intentions are good or not, economics doesn't give a shit about the emergency or the COVID virus or anything. It works how it works based on a mathematic equation. And when you print money out of thin air, and you hand a bunch of people money, there's going to be a supply and demand, there's supply chains shut down. And then also there's going to be a backside consequence of just handing money out to everybody. And that's obvious. If Mitt Romney was president, every single person would be like, Anomaly is right. He's crushing the deep state. Anomaly is the best. He's the truth teller. But when Donald Trump's in office and he does 
does that same shit. You have people that can't fathom basic mathematics. They're like, it's different because I like them a lot. I like them. So it's, it's not different. The difference is now the Republican Party is completely controlled opposition because people can't think anymore. They say a heartbeat's a life and it's a shame that Stacey Abrams wants to kill it. But when Donald Trump wants to kill it to win an election, now it's okay to kill babies to win an election. I mean, this has like become a satanic cult. You guys are like baby worship or baby sacrificers now. It's like, we'll sacrifice a baby for Donald Trump, but you'll be damned if I'll sacrifice my baby for Stacey Abrams, that piece of garbage. But if Donald Trump wants to throw a heartbeat in the trash, now it's okay with me, MAGA. It's like, okay, so you were never, either you were never pro-life to begin with or you are pro-life and you're willing to kill a baby for your, your idol. It's like, this has become like a demonic satanic religion for people. And it's like, well, I put on my MAGA hat, so it's all okay. It's not okay. I don't agree with it. I rebuke it. I don't, it's, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, even saying that blows people's mind now. It's like, okay. So like, what, what do you, I, I don't understand how you think you're going to get anything. I, I don't get it. It's like, insane uh let me see someone said you're turning away people who might otherwise have listened to you bro i got over a billion views with no manager no budget i could show you my analytics a billion views millions of followers i'm one of the most successful content creators on planet earth and i'm probably one of the most underfunded and 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 independent people i don't even have anybody helping me with anything for the last five, six years, except for my merch guy. He helps me a little bit. He's awesome. Shout out, Jared. He's the man. Besides that, I really haven't had much help. And the thing is, sure, yeah, I could do different things and get different messages, but tell me <laughs> tell me how many people have been able to get a billion views, have millions of followers, post an Instagram reel, get 3,000 comments, more than 99.999% of celebrities. Like, do you know how to do better than that? I don't know. It's pretty damn good. And zero dollars spent on advertising, not a single. You know how much money Ben Shapiro and all these people spend a year on advertising? The Daily Wire probably spends millions of dollars. I don't care. It's not nothing wrong with that. I've spent zero dollars to get a billion views, a billion views. There's only six, however many billion people on the planet. Sure. Could I reach more people? Absolutely. But when I go out, I go out one time to party one night because I, I work a lot. The bartender knows who I am, gives me free drinks. This person, I get recognized everywhere I go all the time. I don't want to be more well-known. Someone said ego. It's just a fact. I'm, I'm just telling you how my life is. I don't want to be more well-known. I don't want more people to hear me. I want less people to hear me at this point. Honestly, it's too much. And I've realized at this point, anytime I get a big opportunity, the media is going to try to ruin my life. And honestly, they're psychopaths and that's fine. Uh, you know, it is what it is, but I don't like, I don't need to take advice from you, but that's fine. Sure. Yeah. I could, I could switch my message a little bit and get more views. I've done it before 20 million views on a video, 30 million views on a video, 15 million views on a video. To be honest right now, it is what it is. People hear it. Some people get it. Some people don't, but appreciate your uh, unsolicited advice. Anomaly. Can you make a video exposing the X22 report? I mean, I've made a video on what I think about QAnon and how it completely matches, uh, what was it called? Operation Trust. I want to explain this to people real quick, okay? Even Roseanne, who loved that stuff, I told her about it. She looked it up and bought the book, and she was like, wait, no, that makes sense. She even came, kind of came around to it. But in general, thank you, Bagarek. I appreciate you. Um, Operation Trust was a communist Bolshevik counterintelligence scheme. It's in a book written in the 1920s or 30s called uh, New Lies for the Old. Anyway, 
they wanted to control the opposition. So they told everybody not to believe their own eyes that military generals were working behind the scenes to basically beat up the communists. So you don't have to do anything. It's literally QAnon. The exact QAnon thing was a Bolshevik communist counterintelligence scheme to stop conservatives and patriots from realizing that communism was taking over and just making them feel like somebody was beating them up behind the scenes. It's the same exact thing. So I don't know who that guy X-22 report is. I know he's brainwashed a lot of MAGA moms. I, I, I'm, I've heard him say things before January 6th and after January 6th. He constantly sets dates, gaslights people, lies. And for some reason, MAGA moms are drawn to him like honey to a fly. Uh, it is what it is. I'm not making a video specifically about him. But if you don't realize that the QAnon trusts the plan as a psyop, a counterintelligence psyop at this point, or at least something that may be meant to be good that turned out to be a complete religion, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, don't believe your eyes. You know, if if Biden prints money, it's bad. When Trump prints money, it's a Nikola Tesla time machine. Someone said the other day on Twitter, they were like anomaly. And I had a good QAnon joke. They were like anomaly. Trump pushed the vaccine and he didn't uh, he didn't uh, like pardon Julian Assange. And I was like, no, Patriot, the Julian Assange is in the vaccine. Julian Assange lives in the covid vaccine by giving everyone vaccines. Trump's setting Julian Assange free through the mRNA. <laughs> I know it's not true, but I'm just saying like he's like, no, Trump. Trump didn't even pardon Julian Assange and he's pushing the vaccine. No, 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 Patriot. Julian Assange is in the vaccine. Trust the plan, man. You're like, uh, okay. Thank you, Susan, for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, someone said DeSantis is Israel first, even more than Trump. I would say more than Trump or, or equivalent, but what I don't understand, and this is just like another thing, is like I see a lot of these right-wing dissidents that they're always talking about Israel, right? Israel, Israel, Israel. And then these people are on Donald Trump's nuts as hard as, as some of the normies. And it's like, you act like Israel controls politicians and, and, and you're so mad at DeSantis. Look at who Donald Trump hired. Look at who he pardoned. Look what he did for Israel. Trump is proud that he's done more for Israel than any other politician. And Trump even went on a radio show and said Israel used to own Congress and they don't anymore. And that's a shame. Trump said that. I didn't say that. They called him anti-Semitic. I didn't say it. Trump did. But the point, I, like you have dissident right wingers gaslighting themselves into thinking that Trump is so much different than DeSantis on that topic. He's not. He's not at all. So it's like everyone's being such a liar. It's so crazy to me. It's like I think everybody wants to live vicariously through Donald Trump and they just want to like close their eyes and just pretend like Donald Trump's Batman and he's going to like beat up all their enemies or something. It's so weird. It's like Trump doesn't care about 99% of that stuff. So why lie to yourself? Like what your whole you're, the whole point you're trying to make doesn't make sense if you have no integrity to, to equally point in all directions with it. It's like, I, I, you know, I don't trust or believe any of these people anymore. It's like, I'm like, is everyone full of crap? Is this the Truman Show? Are we, is this like a joke or something? Like one day, you know what I'm saying? Someone's going to pop out, like Jim Carrey is going to pop out of a television and be like, hey, we're just kidding. And then we're like, oh, thank gosh. I, it was getting kind of weird. Like, no, I don't know. It's, it's just like more and more people in the influencer world are just like gaslighting on every topic. But then, you know, I feel like people are starting to wake up to this stuff. Like I, maybe I'm naive and I just want this to happen. But in general, I feel like 
you know, I'm seeing more and more uh, right wing like personalities or whatever get ratioed because they're just saying stuff that doesn't make sense. And a lot more people are starting to defend DeSantis or at least post the stuff that I've seen. I don't know if it's really that way or not. And I'm not asking people to trust and love DeSantis. Like guitarologists, like I have to pick a person. I'll vote for a candidate. But it's like if Hillary Clinton runs against Mitt Romney, I don't have to pretend like they're both amazing or one of them is going to change my life. Like if Hillary Clinton ran in this election against Mitt Romney, I would probably vote for Mitt Romney over Hillary Clinton just off of the federal judges alone and the Supreme Court judges. But I wouldn't expect anything. And it's like you sit here and be like, oh, pick them, pick a side. It's like I have to vote. Yes. But I don't have to act like everything's amazing because that's part of the deception. When the elites run Mitt Romney versus Obama, it literally doesn't matter who wins. I believe that Obama's health care plan was partially put together by Mitt Romney. It's a uniparty. It doesn't matter, right? I'm like, yeah, I would vote for one. But the, the matter, the, the, the amount that it matters is like so thin, razor thin compared to what people thought in that election. And now everybody realizes that. So it's the same concept that I'm bringing to now is like, yeah, I have to vote for somebody, but my job is not to vote for them and just cheer on all the stupid crap that they do. That's the trick that they have. There are certain mega donors and there are certain industries that are above Trump and DeSantis, both of them. I don't trust either of them. I like some of the things they say. I'll vote for them, but I don't have to trust them. I don't have to. That's not my job is to trust a politician. It's like telling me to trust a freaking, you know, a, a door salesman that's selling vaccines at my door. Like I have to trust one or the red one or the blue one. I don't. I really don't. So I'm just honestly glad to hear you say a name. Attacking everyone is encouraging your audience to 2000K to tune out or not vote. I, you act like you've never been here before, but I see you commenting every day. So I've never once told people not to vote. I've told people 30 times that I vote. I told people probably 15 times now who I would vote for if the election were tomorrow. I've said this 15 times. If the election were tomorrow, I'd probably vote for DeSantis. And I've explained why 15 times. You're here every single day crying in the comment section, yet you act like I've never said that before. I say that I vote. I say that it matters on some scale, just maybe not as much as everyone thinks. And it's never going to change until people figure that out and confront their politicians peacefully, respectfully. But honestly, I've said this a thousand times. You're acting like you like are the revolution of like, oh, wow, I really made Anomaly say something. I've said it a hundred times. I, I've People in the comment section say, I don't vote. You shouldn't vote. I say, I do vote. Uh, but every time Trump talks, he makes it harder and harder for me to want to write his name on a paper. I'm not going to lie. When I sit him, when I sit there and listen to what he says in interviews now, it's harder and harder for me to want to write his name on a piece of paper. The chances of me three months ago voting for Donald Trump in the primary was like 50-50. Like I was really like, let me see what he says. After the last three months of how Donald Trump acted and what he says, I would say the chance of me voting for Trump in the primary is less than 2% at this point. In the general, I would say if he wins, uh, I'll probably vote for him over Biden, but not because I like him, not because I trust him, not because I think he's going to do that much, but I think he'll choose better judges. I think he'll pick better Supreme Court people, even though clearly he can't even pick better than George Bush because Bush picked uh, Clarence Thomas, who's better than all the people Trump picked, which sucks, but whatever. And I think he would do a little bit more about the border. He has to. 
Um, with that being said, I personally, I hope Trump could beat Biden, but I don't think he's a good candidate to beat Biden. Honestly, I think, I think he's slipping into a world where he really, really impresses people who really, really like him. And he's turning off pretty much everybody else. And I don't think that, I don't think that based on his true social posts, I don't think that his team is, is either intelligent or can manage him enough to run a campaign that actually makes sense to the country. Democrats suck, but they, they know how to like lean into like wedge issues and tell the Democrat voters that they're the ones that are going to fix that. Like, I don't, I don't see it. Um, you know, I don't see it. I, I think he's the worst candidate or one of, I mean, not the worst, but like, I think DeSantis would beat Biden by five to 10 points. I think Trump loses to Biden. I think Trump gets blown out of the water by Newsom if they do a switcheroo. And I think DeSantis could compete with Newsom. I think that debate is probably more important than the GOP debate. If DeSantis could wipe the floor with Gavin Newsom, that's going to help the Republican Party. If he gets beaten or, or equal to Gavin Newsom, that's not a good sign because Gavin Newsom is not trustworthy. He's just, uh, he's good at like sneak being a little sneaky. So I'm interested to see that debate for sure. Appreciate you guys. God bless you. The guitarologist said, this is what you should be doing. Bro, I do this like every day. I literally do it all the time. I've done what I just said like a hundred times and you're acting like I've never done it before. It's it's fine. I get it. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for your attention. God bless you. I want to keep this under an hour. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for agreeing and disagreeing. And I promise you, if like the guy that was telling me to shut up on Facebook, you can click the X button. I can't click the X button for you, but you can click it and you can unfollow and I'm totally fine with that. We'll, you know, down the road, maybe one day we'll be friends. Blessings. God bless. I'll be out. Show tomorrow, possibly. Uh, we'll see what happens. I appreciate you guys. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com.